Alright, so here I am again, back like McRib, back like CM Punk in the WWE. Um, I know you guys are all probably still rocking out to that Creed intro, right? That's a pretty sick uh, guitar lick, you gotta admit, when you hear that, you just kind of like close your eyes, nod your head, and you're just like, mm-hmm. You, but, um, so what is up with all this Creed resurgence? You know, you, I, I've been asking myself um i'll admit like in their heyday i i was not a real big fan but you know the more um that their music seems to turn up in reels and memes and funny videos i, I just can't help but get on board with this um they're even launching a a tour in 2020 in next year 2024 wow that sounds so weird to say uh i think with like tonic daughtry uh there's a bunch of other late 90s 2000s bands um closest they're coming to here i believe is like green bay i was talking to kai i was like man we need to get a bunch of people together and uh go up there i think it'd be a good time we'll get brandon to go maybe hansen will go you gotta admit after a a few drinks i mean all their songs are going to turn into bangers right and we'll all be singing along just rocking out you know i don't know i just i keep thinking that'll be a good time so um while we're on the subject of music you guys know obviously uh, i've spoke about it many times on here i did an episode about it i'm a huge hall and oats fan saw them a while back uh actually probably like over a year ago maybe longer I, it was not a great show did an episode about it where I kind of talked about that. I said Daryl Hall seemed pissed the whole time, like he was yelling at somebody backstage. Um, anyways, fast forward to earlier this past week, and Daryl Hall has filed some sort of restraining order against John Oates, um, not for like beating him or any kind of like violence protection kind of order thing. I looked into it, and was kind of reading about it. It's to stop Oates from selling his share of some joint ventures that the duo had agreed upon to not split. Uh, there's some business, I, th I think a lot of it has to do with um, rights to their music and you know selling the rights to their music and distribution and stuff like that. A lot of people as they start, that's where, you know, as artists start to get older, they make a ton of money, they sell the rights to their music because it becomes worth millions, millions, maybe some billions, you know, like it's, and that's where it all ends up, commercials and this and that. and whatever but um so apparently these guys now hate each other which kind of always seems the case with a lot of great bands or just so many bands in general over time so i mean i think of like sticks uh van halen oasis journey i mean even the beatles for a period of time the police the go-go's so many more um i can't even nwa um you know it just, I guess you spend that much time together and get involved in that many things and there's money involved and all that kind of stuff and egos, there's going to be trouble, right? So I'm guessing uh, no more Hall & Oates tours in the near future. Say it isn't so, right? Sorry for the pun. That was, that was really bad. That was like borderline dad joke. 
we just got through Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe some of you are still having multiple Thanksgivings. Uh, tomorrow being Sunday, maybe you're having another one. My apologies if you've had to have more than one. Maybe you're doing some Black Friday shopping. I don't even... Is, is that really a thing anymore? Um, you know, as someone who worked a shit ton of retail for the better part of my my life, um, I, I, don't, I don't miss it. Um, I didn't do... I didn't go anywhere on Friday and shop. I'm try, I had to work myself till like 2.30. I came home and... Um, I think we we reorganized closets. I came to the conclusion that um, I own way too much clothing. And that this is going to bite me in the ass later. This is going to get thrown at me. But, like, I don't know what it is. But, like, I just buy things. I have enough clothing. And I, I don't know. This is, like, first world problems. It's, I mean, it's not a problem. But I have a full closet. I have a full dresser. And then in another room, I have almost two more full dressers. And that's after getting rid of garbage bags and garbage bags of clothing. And it, you know, I'm like, why, why do, do I just buy stuff? And I buy stuff, you know, and then some of it is, okay, wow, I've had some of this stuff for so long. And yeah, sure, some of it suits me, but I'm never going to wear it. I haven't worn it in two years. I'm not going to wear it now. Um... You know, so much stuff still with tags on it. And it's like, I don't know if I have, like, this compulsion to... I think, honestly, sometimes when I get bored, I shop. I'm not not even lying. Whether it's, like, shoes, whiskey, albums, uh, wrestling figures, clothing, places to go on vacation, jerseys, whatever. You know, I, I, I think it's a... I don't know. I just have like that kind of personality. And uh, I was like, wow, this is really bad. I just buy all this clothing. You know, and in a way, I felt bad because I'm like, okay, there's people out there that don't have any clothing. And here I am, you know, just waste, like bought so much stuff that didn't even know it was there. Like my, my closet was packed so tight at one point. Like it was so hard to get, get things in and out. And I know that that's, it's embarrassing. Um, Especially if you know me, because I wear, like, the same thing. So it's like I have all this stuff, and I don't even wear it, you know, just and not be, just because I don't, you know. Or I have, like, because things were so unorganized, I have three or four, like, the same types of pants and this and that, because it's like, oh, maybe I didn't buy that. And then when I'm organized, I'm like, oh, I did buy those. I just couldn't find them because I was so unorganized and things were... Such a mess. So, uh, you know, and we got two new dressers from Ikea earlier this week. And um, Kai put those together because that's totally her thing. And I suck at putting anything together. I did carry the boxes upstairs, though, so I should get some credit for that. And I helped a little bit when she needed things to be lifted and turned over and whatever and stuff like that. But they're really cool dressers. I like them. Uh, They're bigger. They're nicer than the ones we had. The other ones we'd had forever. They were Ikea ones, too. One she said she'd had for over 10 years, maybe dating back even longer than that into high school and stuff. So it was time for new ones, and uh, these were a good deal, and we got it. Um, we were doing some change-ups to the room. We got a new TV for a room. I know here I am talking about not buying things. Okay, but it was a deal. 
we put a 70-inch television in our room. It was $199 at Target. So for $200, you got a, right? No, it was $299. I'm sorry. Um, Roku 70-inch TV, which a few years ago, I paid $500 for the same TV pretty much in our living room. And I love that TV. So uh, we had a TV in our bedroom. I think it was like a 55. Not that that's small, but it sucked. Like, you, it take, took forever to come on. So, like, you'd end up turning it on and off because you weren't sure what was going on. And, you know, the fire stick was separate. So then you'd have to do that. And the, the volume on it was shit. So you'd have to crank it. So I, I know first world problems. And I think half the time we never used it just because it sucked. So we moved that TV to the guest room because the guest room had a TV that was super old in it. And we hung this TV on the wall. And actually, as much as I thought she would hate it, Kaya actually likes it, which is crazy because she usually never likes big TVs. And when I first showed her the uh, ad for the TV, she just kind of like didn't say anything. It was kind of like, where do you, excuse me, where do you think you're going to put it? And my first thought was, oh, we buy it and leave it in a box in case one of our TVs goes bad because, like I said, we have the 70 upstairs there's a 65 in the bar there's a 51 at the bar i think there's a 50 above the fireplace in a room we don't use i know it's a lot of televisions um but i mean there's even a 20 inch that sits here on my podcast area that i use for a teleprompter but, you know, which we actually joked that we're going to swap out with the 32-inch that we're moving out of the uh, guest room. But I digress. But, yeah, so I think that was really the extent of uh, Black Friday shopping. But, you know, like I said, you spend years setting ads, working on Thanksgiving. And a lot of places have gone back to being closed on Thanksgiving. I think that's great. Um, I'll support that wholeheartedly. And really, even just look at, you know, as someone who worked the day, those days and is kind of familiar with ad trends and stuff like that, there really wasn't a lot of stuff I saw that I thought there were deals on. Like, even on Amazon, as someone who's previously bought and looked for certain things, um, there was, I was just like, mm, there's, there's not really anything. I mean, you know, this stuff is the same price. You know, and maybe some of it's the economy and inflation. Whatever, maybe it's just people being fucking greedy and knowing, you know, whatever. But I'd be interested, you know, they're always going to, the one statistic they always show us, like, uh, on Black Friday, or something, they always show you the dollar amount. See, with inflation, the dollars are going to be higher. What you, the real important numbers would be transactions, foot traffic, um, units moved versus previous years and stuff like that. But they never tell you, they just tell you dollar amounts. Like, even you take, like, my job where I am right now, we may have sold more dollars this year, but we probably made less money because everything costs more. So you look, oh yeah, we made more money than last year. Well, we didn't. We we sold more. We didn't make more money. You know. So I guess that's that's the takeaway from it. But anyways, I, that was just kind of like my whole little um, retail rant. If you're working retail during the holidays, God bless you. Um, we were in Sierra the other day, which is a pretty awesome store. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on there. If I have, I apologize, because I forget things. That's just kind of what I do. Um, it's kind of like a TJ Maxx, but it has, like, uh, Under Armour, Carhartt, uh, North Face, Patagonia, Eddie. I don't know, like, it's just nicer stuff. Um, the closest one to here, there's one in Brookfield, one in Madison. 
And we were in there, and some kids had just, this family just trashed the shoe area. Like, shit was everywhere. Literally looked like somebody, like, the shoe rack had thrown up on the floor. And I was just like, oh, my God, I so don't miss working at retail anymore. But then I was telling the people, I was like, you know, you guys kind of got it made because way less people shop in person now than when I worked in retail. You know, majority of people shop online. Like, I didn't, like, I didn't, even today, I didn't go in any stores, like, I I had to work till noon. I came home. I watched the Ohio State game. Went to the gym. And then pretty much sat here. My lazy ass didn't even shower. So I'm probably still stinky from the gym. But um, four times this week, that was the goal. Still, still kicking ass on that. Um, but, yeah, so, like I said, we had a pretty low-key turkey day, which I'm totally okay with. Um, you know, I'm not a huge fan of turkey in general, honestly, if I'm being real with you. I'm more of a ham guy. I'm not a big fancy dinner person in general. Like, that's just not my jam. Um, you know, but in past years for Thanksgiving, we've done lasagna, tacos. Um, I'm pretty sure one year we even did pizzas. Um, this year we did uh, barbecue chicken. My father-in-law makes the best grilled barbecue chicken ever. It was awesome. There was tons of leftovers. Mother-in-law made an amazing red velvet cake. And I don't know what she did to this cake, but it was super good this year. I actually had a piece of it earlier today uh, that was left over. Amazing. Um, but, you know, Thanksgiving is kind of like one of those days where it's kind of like, eh, whatever. But, uh, you know, sometimes you always take a moment. And I try to do this more than just on Thanksgiving, obviously. You know, to reflect on all the blessings in your life. Um you know, mainly for starters, if you're tuned in listening to me speak right now, you're obviously blessed to hear my amazing voice and the beautiful, thoughtful, genius words that just kind of flow out of me and probably inspire you to go on and do great things, you know, that it's all because you tuned in here. Not really, but seriously, I, I'm blessed people even still listen to this if they do. All six of you, you guys are amazing. God bless you. Um, but... You know, I always realize how lucky and blessed I am, you know, and and I think the other side of that, like, is realizing, you know, and making sure to appreciate the work and effort that each of us put into making our lives special, you know, to make our lives enjoyable and to, you know, appreciate ourselves. I know it's it, not like in a selfish way, but like, you know, the mental health aspect to not sweating the small stuff to you know, spending more times on the things that enrich your life and less times on the things that don't, to being more spontaneous, to being more open. Like Kai today, I was, it was so cool. Uh, she came to me tonight and was like, okay, in the name of being spontaneous, which totally isn't her jam, she's a planner, uh, you know, proposed going to this concert in February, which I was like, okay, this sounds awesome. You know, the only thing that kind of, red flagged me was possible weather just because it's five five hours away but it'd be it'll be fun regardless i was like okay we go and there's weather and we get stuck somewhere that'll be a fun memory too you know because it's at the end of the day i mean i think it's fun to just go do things and be spontaneous you know that's i kind of wish i had went to wwe survivor series tonight i had hemmed and hawed looking at tickets um like i did the adam sandler thing last weekend to, and I, I was going to go by myself. I mean, it was at Chicago's Rosemont, which is, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours from here. 
and uh, CM Punk came back, and I was like, oh, man, I could have been there for that. It would have been really cool. Um, you know, could have got a ticket for 100 bucks. I mean, parking probably would have been close to that as well. But I got to watch it on TV, whatever. Uh, maybe I'll go to uh, Tampa for the Royal Rumble. I'm guessing Kai's going to tell me no, but you never know. But, uh, you know, speaking of blessings and being thankful, you know, all my family is uh, healthy and well. I hope yours is as well. Um, you know, unfortunately, my daughter wasn't with us at Thanksgiving this year, but um, she's actually uh, been in Europe this past week. She took a trip with her mother. Uh, she got to visit Belgium, Prague, Budapest, Frankfurt, and I think maybe there's one other place in there that I'm missing. Um, she sent me some really cool photos and told me about some really cool stuff she got to see. Um, looks really cool across the pond over there. Uh, you know me, I'm not a big flyer or traveler, so I'm not sure I could ever do a trip like that, although it looks just amazing. But uh, who knows, maybe down the road we'll see. You know, it's kind of cool that uh, I kind of admire her wanting to see the world and that she kind of appreciates the art and the history of these places. And I'm really excited to hear all about it when she, I believe she gets back tomorrow. It's kind of weird because she said, her flight leaves at 8 a.m. there on the 26th, but then arrives here at 10 a.m. on the 26th. So it's kind of like, I don't know, there's like a seven-hour difference. So anyways, but, you know, with Thanksgiving, I mean, you can't really have Thanksgiving without football, right? Um, how about the Packers on Thanksgiving? Uh, I'll admit, I missed the... Uh, the game started early, so I missed the first little bit of it. I actually got a text from Andrew that said, who are these guys and what did they do with the Packers? As I was hanging the TV in the bedroom, and I was like, uh-huh. But um, I got a little nervous there towards the end of the game, but considering all the injuries and missing players we had you know, on defense, I thought they played a very good game. Um, and I'll be honest, i got to give Jordan Love credit. Uh, he played a fantastic game. He made some great throws. He spread the ball around. I feel when he's not trying to force the ball to Christian Watson, uh, good things happen. You know, and, and staying on that topic uh, with Jordan Love, crazy stat the other day I saw. So his first year as a starter through the through however, I don't know, 11 games or whatever they're at, and Rodgers' first year as a starter through 11 games, they've thrown for the exact same amount of yards, which is like 2,600. I believe it's actually 2,599. Uh, same, same amount of touchdowns. It's either 18 or 19. Uh, and the interception difference is only like five. Rodgers threw five less. But, I mean, Rodgers was always way better with not throwing interceptions than pretty much most any other quarterback in this league. But, um, yeah, I mean, a huge win for the Packers. I mean, Detroit played pretty terrible on Thanksgiving. I mean, they played two terrible weeks in a row for a team that's been lights out. I mean, they ended up coming back on the Bears the previous week. But, it, I mean, they were in a simul similar situation with Chicago than we were. Chicago got up big, you know, and they were able to come back. You know, it looked like for a minute they were going to come back on us. Uh, but they didn't. Thankfully, uh, miraculously, bleh, miraculously, somehow we're still in the playoff hunt. I don't see it happening. I mean, we do still play the Giants, the Panthers. Uh, we're fortunate enough that Minnesota has 
injury. You know, Kirk Cousins is out, so I think that's more of a depleted team. And I don't know if we play Minnesota twice. We play Chicago, uh, I believe, last game of the season. Mm. But uh, we do have Kansas City next Sunday, um, Sunday night. I don't think that's one we're going to win. I think that one could get ugly real quick. But, you know, you never know. You know, speaking of quarterbacks, supposedly Aaron Rodgers is going almost back to full practice uh, starting Monday. He's been jogging. He will be at the facility full time. Uh, I don't know how. I mean, he's freak of nature, obviously, but um, it looks like they, they don't have a shot to make the playoffs. So while he may be cleared and able to come back, other than just to say you did it, I, I don't see why you would risk it when you could just, you know, stay healthy and put that effort towards competing next year and trying to be, you know, 100% plus, if that's even a thing, for next season. I think a lot of things went wrong for the Jets after his injury and, you know, that was just kind of the domino that fell. I think there's a lot of things that need to get word. That line is still shaky, so I don't even know if I would want to put him out there till maybe they get a chance in the offseason to kind of work on that. And supposedly they're going to try to get Devontae Adams, which would be huge. <clears throat> but uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, more huge football games today. Obviously the biggest being the game, uh, Michigan versus Ohio State, number two versus number three. The loser most likely being out of the college playoff. Um, Michigan still playing with uh, out coach Jim Harbaugh serving the last game of his suspension for that whole sign-stealing scam, which every team is stealing signs. You know, I, I get maybe some guy was in attendance at other games. Okay, you get the tape. Like, the games are all on TV. You could have people watching, watching the sidelines. You know, if you're a team and you're not changing up, your signs week to week or making your stuff a little harder to figure out like you're an idiot you know I, I just think some of this stuff is too dumb you know I think the the NCAA oversteps on a lot of things and I think this is just one of those things too but I just think that whole thing was bogus and it just got tossed you know, at Michigan, because the NCAA hates Harbaugh. He's not the most agreeable person. Um, anyways, regardless, the Wolverines beat Ohio State for the third straight year, which is awesome. And I'm sorry, I just fucking hate Ohio State, everything about Ohio State. I, there's nothing that can make me root for Ohio State. I think the only thing that came close was when they played Notre Dame this year, and I, I fucking hate both those schools. So, like, at that point, I'm just rooting for a tie or, like, the field to just implode, like in uh, the Batman movie with Bane where he just blows up the field and everyone just falls in a hole. But, um, anyways, the cool part about Michigan winning that game is Ohio State coach Ryan Day is supposedly behind the scenes, the whole likely instigator in this sign-stealing thing, and he's probably going to get fired for Michigan beating him for the third straight year. So peace out, Ryan Day. Take your cocky attitude and go fuck yourself as you become the next head coach of, like, UConn or some other shitbird football program 
that nobody's ever heard of because you're technically not a good coach and you just fell into a good program because Urban Meyer was a piece of crap. Uh, wrapping up football, my Tennessee Vols <sighs> finished a rather disappointing season with a beatdown of lowly Vanderbilt. We finished 8-4 and four and we'll probably play in some lame-ass bowl game against BYU or something. You know, quarterback play, man. Joe Milton just wasn't good enough. You know, we, and our secondary wasn't good enough. And we just, we couldn't, we were not the same team. And we lost a lot last year. And there weren't players that stepped up. And hopefully there's, we'll see what happens next year. Craziest game I saw today, um, was the Iron Bowl, for those of you that don't follow college football, that's Alabama versus Auburn. Uh, so Bama's down 24-20 with like, I don't know, a minute and a half, maybe less. It's like goal to go, um, which means 10-yard line to the end zone. Second and goal, the center snaps the ball before the quarterback's ready and just goes rolling way back. They lose like 20 yards. And you're like, hey, you fucking idiots, you've lost the game at this point because that was terrible. Uh, the next play... Third and goal, guy drops pass, the guy drops the ball on the th- three-yard line. So now it's fourth and goal. You know, they have to score a touchdown or it's Auburn's ball. You know, there was even debate that do they kick the field goal, make it a one-point game, try to get an onside kick and kick another field goal. Anyways, they score a touchdown on a sick catch and, and great throw in the back corner of the end zone. I think the guy's, the, the receiver's last name was Bond. The sad part is the Auburn defensive back was 20 yards off this receiver, and he still got beat down the field. He had a 20-yard head start on the guy, and the guy still ran by him, which makes you wonder sometimes if, you know, Vegas phoned it in and said, hey, we need Bama to win this. Um, Even wilder. So Auburn gets the ball back. I don't know if they got like 30, 40, 25 seconds left. Their quarterback ends up throwing a pick six, which means – Interception, Alabama returns it for a touchdown. So they go from being up four to losing by nine (laughs) in less than two minutes. Fucking crazy. It was just wild. And stuff like that I feel like only happens in college football, and I feel like that's why college football is way better. That's just my humble opinion. So, you know, I think after this weekend, the the top four in the college football playoff will be Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State. I believe those are the only four unbeatens. But all those teams, I'm pretty sure, have a conference championship to get, game to play in. So anything's still possible. They could still lose a game. Uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Although I thought at some point more teams make the playoffs that could be this year. Uh I should probably know this. Actually, you know what? Let me look. Hang on. Okay, so it looks like this is the last year that there's four, then next year it's 12, or it's this year. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. But 12 teams in the college football playoff, that's kind of nuts. Uh, Tennessee would have made it last year, right? Uh, staying Last football thing, my upper Bees on their way to their first ever state championship game. Good luck next week, Bees in Chattanooga. Bring home uh, the trophy. I don't. I don't. I know it's a gold ball in basketball. I'm not sure what, if it's a gold football and and uh, football, but that'd be awesome. First ever state title for the football team. The football team that used to years ago be, oh, 
uh, joke is doesn't even describe how bad it used to be when I played. Uh, the drink tonight is W.L. Weller Special Reserve, the original weeded bourbon. Got this at uh, Buffalo Trace when we were down there. You know, the interesting thing about the Wellers is they're twist-off caps. They're not corked. Um, when we were there, the guy said they had issue with mold before, which is weird, and it was only with the Wellers. I don't know if it's because they're weeded or if there's some more of a scientific process to it. The weeded bourbons, if you like the rye ones, you'll probably like. They're not as spicy as the ryes, but this Weller Special Reserve, a uh, little easier to find. It's probably the easiest to find of the Weller bourbons. Uh, I think there's like six or seven Wellers. Uh, the, the, the Weller Special Reserve, the Weller 12, the Antique, Weller Foolproof. The white-labeled one with all the letters on it, that's like $700. Um, there's an orange-labeled one. I, I just think of the color of the labels. But, um, yeah, I have two more bottles of this. This one is about this one's about a pour or two from being gone, but um, a great bourbon. I've been searching high and low for the Weller 12-year. That's the Weller 12 this one, I believe, is just your typical four-year bourbon. Bop -a -dop -bop -bop. It doesn't really say on it, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is because it has to be a minimum of four years. The cool thing about, like, older bourbons, I got a Knob Creek 12 last weekend. Anything you start to get over, like, eight years is almost always phenomenal unless they do some kind of weird barrels like, you know, wine casks or something. Um, the Knob Creek 12 is probably one of the less expensive 12 years. Although the Weller 12, if you get it at MSRP, is only a $40 bottle. If you buy it on secondary market, some fool may try to sell it to you for 300 which is ridiculous. Um, and that's one of the things, if you're a bourbon person, do not buy on the secondary market. Because the more you buy on the secondary market, you're encouraging these people that go out and you know, buy out stuff from liquor stores and get outrageous prices. Support, you know, the places that sell at MSRP. Yeah, it may be way harder to get it, but it's more rewarding in the end. Um, take a trip to bourbon country. You know, when I got these, these were $27 a piece, I believe, down at uh, Buffalo Trace. It's free to walk into the gift store. You know, we got these at 1 p.m., on a, the day they had Weller as the liquor. That's, most days you're not going to find whatever they have at 1 p.m. It's usually gone by 9.30, 10. Uh, you know, they kind of cycle through Weller, Eagle Rare, EH, and Blanton's. Uh, I'm guessing, so, I saw the other day they're doing like gift sets of Blanton's and Buffalo Trace. The Buffalo Trace one's kind of like an old-fashioned gift set uh, that comes with a Buffalo Trace old-fashioned mix. I actually got another bottle of that. I'm sitting on six of those now. But, um, you know, the whole bourbon hunting thing, it sounds so weird, hunting. I mean, you know, I don't buy these and just not drink them. I've tried to make a special effort here lately to open and drink things, and I don't sell them. I don't resell. I buy these things to have them. I have some bottles that were like store picks where you had to buy them to be able to buy something else. Uh, 
you know, that's a little trick some stores do. I'm not a huge fan of it, but if they're not super outrageous, you know, it's better than paying $300 for a $40 bottle. <clears throat> but, um, you know, one of the local grocery stores around here, they have a Facebook group we join in. You know, I don't know. I miss a lot of good bottles in there, but I also get a lot of good stuff, you know, and he cuts us a deal on it. And, like, I'll support that as opposed to some of these other groups where, you know, I went into a group that's just like Southeast Wisconsin Bourbon Club or something like that, and I, I'm sitting heavy on a bottle, and I was like, hey, I'd like to trade this for a Weller 12, and some clown was like, well, I'd take three of them for a Weller, and I was like, okay, I'm trading you a higher-end bottle. I'm just trying to trade it because I have plenty, and I can't find this, and I was like, dude, just stop, you know, so that's where the secondary market gets sketchy. You know, a lot of people, I'll tell you, I, I wouldn't buy from any online people like brokers that sell you bourbon. Uh, maybe your Total Wines and stuff like that. Total Wine is another good place where you get stuff. They do a lot of tastings in there as well. Uh, oftentimes during the holidays, too, um, a lot of new stuff comes out or some of the places try, not new stuff, they try to push out more product just because I guess more people are drinking during the holidays. But, um, you know, it's all that time we spend with family. It makes us want to drink. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, the Weller Special Reserve, I mean, it, it's a great bottle. I love it. The last time I saw it at a store, they were trying to sell it for 90 And I was like, get out of here. It's 90 proof. Um, but, like I said, I paid $27 for these at uh, Buffalo Trace. This is the green label one. Uh, very good weeded bourbon. A lot of I like the weeded bourbons. I like the Green River Green River weeded. Um, I have a what else do I have weeded? I have a Woodford Reserve weeded, and there's something else over there weeded I have that I really like. Da, 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 da. I'm so far away now I can't see it, but my eyesight has gotten incredibly bad. I'm wearing my glasses even, but. Anyways, yeah, I just wanted to wrap up with the bourbon. Uh, kudos to me for doing two episodes in a row. Hope everybody's having a fantastic weekend. It's actually supposed to snow here tonight. There's curtains up, so I can't really see if it's snowing or not yet. But um, thanks for sitting and having a drink with me, and uh, maybe I'll see you guys next week. Maybe I won't, but um, peace. Later.